0: Success Insight shares the
1: stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of a Success Insight podcast. Our guests today are Gail Benning and Manu Satsanji. Manu and Gail are collaborators behind Gift of Shared Kindness. Now, Gail is a freelance writer and Manu is a seasoned IT professional. And we're going to hear their story about how they came together and began this collaboration around this wonderful topic of kindness and especially shared kindness. So, Gail and Manu, welcome to the Success Insight podcast. Hey, Howard.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
1: Fantastic. Now, it's always a little bit of a challenge with three people on the call at the same time. So. I'll give you lots of leeway here. And I just really excited that you're both able to join me today. I mean, we met via actually a friend and a colleague of mine, Jim Moran. And really just this whole idea of shared kindness, it's especially in this day and age, you know, here in the US with and globally with COVID and with this election season. I think the world could use a lot more kindness and uh, especially shared amongst so many people. Such a necessity. So for our listeners, Gail, would you perhaps provide a little bit of background about your work and what led you into this realm of, of producing this gift of shared kindness?
2: Thank you, Howard. I have been writing for about four years now as a freelance writer. And back in February, I was connected to the Creatives Workshop, which is run through Akimbo and Seth Godin, where I met my friend Manu. We worked together on a project around Mother's Day where Manu created a cartoon and I wrote some prose or poetry to go with his cartoon. And we enjoyed working together so much, we were looking for another project to collaborate on. And I had mentioned a card that I had given my dad for a number of years for Christmas. And we liked the idea and wanted to work together with Manu doing some artwork and me adding some words to it.
1: Fantastic. And Manu, I know you are an IT professional. I'm a recovering IT professional. And the opportunity to delve into this wonderful world of creativity. How did you get involved with the Creatives Workshop as well?
0: So, you know, of course, I it's been almost 20 plus years I've been IT professional. So uh, in the corporate world, when I was there earlier, I, I knew that there were two kinds of people. There are creative people and then there are people who earn, living, earn money for living. Like, so they don't match. But, you know, of course, coming further as I read good stuff, including Seth, saying that, you know, if we really add creativity into anything, in fact, that's uh that's 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 what we are born with, you know, being creative and we kind of shun it away with whatever new age things we do. So if we we go back to that creativity, first of all, we'll, you know, the whole purpose thing. So I was drawn into writing i i would really enjoy writing emails even that you know even boring emails i would like writing well and there were some people who told me that your emails sound very musical kind of thing (laughs) so I i would follow Seth, of course and then he announced this creatives workshop and i was intrigued about it so i just ended up here met gail and we didn't look back and now we are there
1: fantastic Now, at this creatives workshop, uh, your project there was a Mother's Day card. Did you collectively decide Mother's Day or was that a project that was for everybody to work on? You know, before
0: Mother's Day, a Women's Day had come and, you know, I had really made something on Women's Day. It was like a earth in a womb kind of thing, you know, and um, of course it was pregnant women. So, so, uh, and that was just a picture and I, I just thought that someone could really write it. And after a few weeks, probably Mother's Day came and I wanted to make something similar and had noticed Gail doing a lot of good writing and Her poetry was very, I mean, I could identify with what she was doing. And I approached her with this whole idea that I cartoon and I have this idea. And can you add words and add depth into it? And she did. And everyone there really appreciated about our collaboration, the experiment, which we did. And that's how we got ideas further.
1: Yeah, Fantastic. Now, Gail, you've been a, a writer for many years. Has writing, freelance, poetry... I was looking at some of your work and some of the sites. What's the, the Japanese writing style, which are like it's very short? Oh, haiku. Haiku. Have you always just had this knack and this passion for writing?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll give you a little background. I have had a number of different careers or occupations throughout my life. I started out working for the Social Security Administration. Then after I had my son, I stayed home for a few years. And when he started school, I worked in the elementary school. And then when he moved on to middle school, I tried my hand at running a food business, which introduced me to the idea of marketing and blogging, which I found that I had a passion for that I enjoyed. And so from there, it grew into writing on the platform called Medium. And now I write a newsletter, a daily newsletter, and I've incorporated different kinds of writing, a little bit of fiction, a lot of creative nonfiction, and some poetry.
1: Fantastic. Manu, you're cartooning. And I love the story earlier about when you would write these musical or lyrical emails. I have to ask, too, with the cartooning, were you one of those guys that would sit around the meeting room table while the meeting's going on and you're drawing pictures on your notebook? I wished I could have done that, you know, because I started
0: cartooning, if you got uh, that. I really, I believed in cartooning say with a few months back because, but my content was in in general usually dark kind of humor, dark humor, or maybe even, uh, you know, something which uh, a lot of people, I mean, these days, like we have biases, we live with with biases, and we live with so many preconceived notions, and just highlighting those, those kind of thing was there. So the content was there, yes, but I wish I would have drawn that, and If I would go back now, I would do that.
1: (laughs) Very good. I just love the idea. I used to be amazed at some of my colleagues and, you know, fellow students in classes that I was in, and they were just doodling on their notebook. And it's like, I can take a picture. I'm good at that. But to draw a straight line or lines and make something out of it, that's something entirely different. Now, Gail, with the gift of shared kindness, you shared in your intro that this idea, this spark, began with your gift to your, to your father. Tell us more about that.
2: Okay, so it was maybe five or six years ago, I was out Christmas shopping and looking for something to give my father, who is now 84. And, you know, at that age, they don't really, people don't necessarily need more stuff. They have accumulated a lot through their lives. And I was just trying to think of something unique. And my father uh, likes to go out for breakfast. And he has a way of joking with the wait staff. I tell a story about how he can stand his spoon straight up in his mug of coffee. And he will call the waitress over and say his coffee is too stiff just to see what the reaction might be. (laughs) And I thought, what if I gave him something where he could give something to somebody else because you receive a good feeling when you spontaneously give. So what I did that year is I made up a card and inside of that card, I placed little sealed envelopes with random amounts of money in them. And I asked him, when I gave it to him, that he share those random gifts with servers who struck a connection in him. And I didn't know how first off, how he would react or how it would work. So it was an experiment for sure. And I didn't ask him about it, but then met with him probably a couple of months later for lunch. And he had his friend Jean with him. And when it came time to pay the bill, she looked at my dad and she asked, can we use one of the envelopes? And my dad said, yes. And so then they shared with me some of the stories of other envelopes that they had given out and how they had received hugs and just you know it really takes the server or the service provider off guard to receive this random gift of kindness.
1: Very good. And as you came away from this this class, Seth Golden's creative workshop, how did the I don't know those initial steps those the pieces of the recipe so to speak how did those start to come together so that it became a gift of shared kindness what was your both of your your discussions your thought processes that that laid the groundwork like okay we need to do something there's something here for us to do for us to do together how did that come about gail why don't you start us off there
2: Okay, so as we already discussed, we knew that we had good chemistry working together, and we had this idea, and we had comparable skills, and that Manu could do artwork, and I could do some writing, and so we brought those things together, and one of the things that I appreciate so much is beyond the gift of shared kindness, I've learned so much about working with somebody else, And Manu, in the very beginning, shared with me, let's just approach this from a position of learning and generosity, which is what we have done. We've taken time to write out what our mission and visions are surrounding the gift of shared kindness. And a couple of those things are to take things slowly, not to rush um, to look from simplicity and also to keep generosity in mind as we go forward.
1: Manny, what would you like to add to this? So uh, she gave a very good
0: context behind it. In fact, how did we set up the environment so that first of all, we both really, you know, go along well. And of course, deliver it out on a content perspective. You know, first of all, we we figured out that there would be a like a, the way she said, right, let there be a main card and let there be like, you know, small envelopes. So this is all in a figment of environment and how do we really design it so that, you know, people can buy it easily if they want to, should it be PDF, should it be physical copy, and how do we really design? What what picture would go on top? What would be written behind? Gail's story behind it? How would we, you know, link people further? Because this whole concept is about if Gail gives it to her dad, and she, he gives it to five people, and maybe five people find, you know, a lot good with this, and maybe they can. They can also buy it and then give it further. It's it's all about shared kindness. And how do we link the breadcrumbs, you know, and there was a QR code we designed earlier, should it be a website and all those small stuffs. In fact, for several months, we have been, I think, just progressing
1: forward in terms of how to make it so practical to. Okay, now right now, I know you have the Medium site, which is a great site for writers to share their works. We've had, we've had a number of guests on Success Insight who are also members of Medium and are contributors there. You've got the Gift of Shared Kindness there. And then you also have the, the Etsy store, the Gift of Shared Kindness greeting card set. How are those two related or are they both uh, separate threads in, in your collaborative work together?
2: As Manu said, this has just been an effort in trying to figure out how to work with these things. We did consider creating a website, which is still on the table. But for the time being, we first started with the Etsy site and we put a PDF of the gift of shared kindness on there. And then we decided maybe instead of a PDF where people would be printing it themselves and it could potentially be confusing about how you flip the paper and those sorts of things to make a physical version. So we are offering both of those on the Etsy site. The Medium site is separate. And that is where we have the main story along with supporting stories of people who have generously agreed to be testers for us and have shared their stories of people they have given the gift of shared kindness to or servers who have received the above and beyond cards. And I guess our bigger vision is as this grows, that anybody who receives it and wants to share their experience could add a story there.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Can you share a couple of the stories? I know you you shared, you know, with your dad and, and his friend and the staff that they were giving the cards out to, but from the folks that have been helping you and kind of bring this this idea into this vision into reality. What are some of the stories you're hearing from them about the cards and gifting the cards?
2: One of my friends who I met through writing on Medium, he lives out in Pennsylvania, I believe. And he has always been a very generous supporter. He gave away his first above and beyond card to a clergyman who was leaving their church. And then he also gave one to some sandwich makers at the Subway store. And that caught them by surprise because usually people don't even tip at Subway. So there's a good story there. A few weeks ago, we have a family friend who is a cyclist, a professional cyclist who would normally be over cycling in Europe, but because of COVID, she has not been able to go. And her name is Skylar. She embraced baking bread and she's become like a professional baker. And she every week sends out a form and we can order bread from her. Well, I happened to go to pick up my bread and my neighbor also is ordering bread from her and she came to pick up bread also. And she was there at the exact same time. And she had a little above and beyond card that she was bringing to Skylar. So that was a very synchronous way for me to actually see it in action because I didn't know that was going to happen.
1: Very nice. Very nice. And uh, the, the folks that are coming to you via the Etsy site, are you getting any feedback from them? Or are we still too new into the process with Etsy? So certainly, we have
0: first we have approached our first line of people we know, and everyone, of course, encouraged us. And again, they gave us feedback over also uh, how to bring clarity because you know inherently this is not just this. I, I I personally try to call it as a value chain, like because here there are three layers of people involved, like the in the example which Gail gave, it's Gail and, you know, who buys the card and she g- gives it to her dad and Gad gives it to the server. So at each level who's handling this product, they need to be clear about what, what needs to be done next, right? And they should not be uh, user manual along with that because that defeats the purpose. So, so we we really wanted with the words and how what words should go where so that everyone at every step is clear what, what is it for. You know, just they just don't don't throw it away that card. So a lot of feedback about that from our of course uh, also they interacted. We have on HC on this. I think there have three sales right now on HC. So people had us out there, giving us very good feedback where we tweaked it. But other than that, also, we got a lot of feedback when we distributed these cards, uh, you know, to our near-end so that they can, you know, start off
1: this and we can also get help. Great. And how are the cards produced? You know, we're going to put a, a link uh, to the Etsy site. We'll have a link to the Medium site on our show notes. And if... Folks come out, for example, to the Etsy site and then they place an order. What can they expect from you? So we have
0: we have got earlier. We would go to a local store to get it printed with really thick paper. You know, like a greeting card paper. Outside is like glossy, and inside. But then we figured out as we initially we figured out we could go on the internet to really buy bulk. So we have already bought bulk. And we have those cards in hand. So we have an inventory of cards. We are ready for shipping. So anyone if we the moment we get shipped, you know, again, we both are doing it. We are handling days and so we just ship the or uh, maybe wherever it comes from. So we'll just ship it via USPS to them. So via ground shipping, I think that's free shipping. I mean the shipping cost is already covered in our cost for that, for that. So they should get it.
1: Whatever USP is ground shipping time. Okay, requires in US. Yeah. Okay, so I'm curious. Now that you two have been on this collaboration together, what have been your lessons learned or your insights on this partnership? What has changed about this work and this pursuit? And you know, what so what's what's new that you know wasn't there before for you?
2: So when I had the food business, I was operating completely by myself. I made all of the decisions. If I was feeling down, I didn't have anybody to lift me up. So having a collaborator has been just a great motivator because it seems when either menu or I have been lagging on the project or, or maybe losing energy behind it, The other person is there to say, Come on, let's go. And I have appreciated that incredibly. It's also been great to have somebody to share ideas with. It's good to have two perspectives looking at ideas because, you know, we can't see everything and. Uh, just today, Manu and I were having a conversation. We are hoping to bring other creative people into the project and create different designs. And so in our conversation, I can't remember the specific, but I said something and Manu replied, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Yes, that would work. So it's great to have two two sets of perspectives.
1: Oh, I, I totally can appreciate what you've just shared. I mean, just this whole idea in, in my world, it, it's been called masterminding. As you know, individuals who they might be similar backgrounds, but they also might be dissimilar. But you know, we all have things we want to achieve, and it's nice to get a different perspective that's perhaps not completely aligned with ours, but it also forces us to you know, have our own aha moments. So I totally appreciate that. Manu, what's been the big aha moment for you in this journey with Gail?
0: I mean, uh, there have been many, of course, but this morning itself, she said, (laughs) yeah, you know, when we were thinking of, uh, you know, we have this one version of the card and the moment I would always think about it if we have to make 10 versions of it, we really have to design it you know we i mean i would just do that like and and then she brought me out of my shackles that why do we we why can't we get other people to do i mean they'll be obliged to do that they'll be really happy and again with this whole ekimbo you know, how Seth has really been done it, he's made such a generous community that if you ask people about some for some help, you know, they, they're just openly generous. And of course, we do the other way around too. So this whole generous community has been so overwhelming and so nice to that. And so she opened up she's saying that these, you know, why not we ask other people to do that? They're happy, we're happy. And we get, just get another way to bring out uh, our way of thinking. Uh, it could be anything. It could be someone doodling. It could be someone make taking pictures. It could be someone, you know, illustrating or something else. We, do, we don't even know what people could bring. So that's the biggest aha moment here.
1: Fantastic. And, you know, I have to say within our, our library of podcasts, many of our guests have been you know authors themselves and have had illustrations and so there's a there's a as you were both just sharing this i'm thinking boy I, I need to introduce you to a couple of my guests who you know they were the illustrators of their own book or they collaborated with other illustrators so yeah i think uh i would definitely invite you to to get to know some of our guests on the success Inside podcast perhaps you'll have another collaborator who knows so before we head out, Gail, if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, where are the best places for them to go?
2: Okay, so to see my work, I write a daily newsletter that is, is published also in blog format on a platform called Substack, and the publication's name is Born Free, so the web address is bornfree.substack.com.
1: Very good. And we'll provide a backlink to that as well in our show notes. And Manu, so we've got the Medium site and Etsy anywhere else to, to get to know more about you and your work.
0: Yes, just my work. If you say I'm on Instagram, instagram.com slash Manu all one word. So that's where you can have, see my work there.
1: Fantastic. And uh, that as well will provide uh, backlinks to the uh, Instagram site as well. I want to thank you both for uh, joining us on the Success Insight podcast today. It's been a pleasure to learn more about this collaboration. And I mean, dare I say, in my world, I call them side hustles. And we have our careers and then we have these other passion areas that Initially, there they could be, you know, more. It's more than just a hobby, but it also was a way to grow and expand your brand and who you are and what you do. And I really appreciate and admire the fact that you know you you met each other at a Seth Godin event uh, in the Creative Workshop, and then this chance encounter kind of gelled, and you've created something very wonderful here. So thank you both very much for sharing a gift of shared
2: kindness. Thank you.
1: Thank you yeah. Howard. All right folks, we have just been chatting with Gail Benning and Manu Satsangi and we are uh, have been listening to Manu and Gail chat about their collaboration which is a gift of shared kindness. This is a way to using the this idea of a greeting card and uh, a small gift that you can give to people who, you know, every day are are having an impact whether they real they realize it or not but they're having an impact and you have the opportunity to share with them how much you appreciated it. Now, we will most definitely provide links back to the Gift of Shared Kindness greeting cards so you can uh, read more of Gail's writing on her Medium page, Gift of Shared Kindness, as well as uh, her Born Free site, which has some of her other writings, and also will uh, introduce you to my news work on Instagram. So, truly hope you uh, appreciated this conversation today. Do check us out uh, this episode and our library of episodes. We, have, by the time this episode is published, we are actually going to be over one hundred episodes for 2020. I mean, who would have ever guessed, you know, over a hundred episodes this year. So it's been a fantastic year and really hope you have enjoyed the quality content that we have been able to offer you. Okay. You can check us out on successinsightpodcast.com. Please do comment on this episode or any other episode. You can visit us on Facebook and on LinkedIn, on our Success Insight podcast pages, and the podcast episode itself will be on the major podcast stations, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. we're on Amazon Music, and you can also find us on YouTube. All right, folks, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day. Do stay safe. We are still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. So practice social distancing, wear your mask, take care of yourselves, your family, be kind. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Take care now. Success
0: Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.